You actually going to say anything at the beginning of the podcast now? Or are you just well, how am I supposed to know? You never know. That's part of the fun of starting the podcast. Look, I was distracted. <laughs> I guess that's a good thing to be distracted by, boobs on TikTok. Hell yeah. Why don't you put your boobs on TikTok down for a while and actually, you know, talk to people and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Why would I want to do that? That's a good point. I mean, boobs oh. on TikTok are pretty nice. Especially that trend of, like, women that are, like, doing cartwheels and stuff in the little crop tops and, you know, their boobs kind of flop out. And they're like, mm. oh, oh, no, my boobies. I didn't know that was going to happen. I had no way of knowing that my shirt was going to fall down or up or whatever way it falls. And my boobs are out. Oh, no. Don't look now. Mama's got her boobs. You know, if I tried that, though, like, if I tried to do a cartwheel with no bra on i'd probably knock myself out yeah because my boobs they, they they swing low it's just it's just one of those things you know they're like you know they're down there and and they they, they come up and they'd hit me in the face and cause a black eye your nipple piercing you get caught on your <laughs> on your nose ring <laughs> my nose ring is a stud it wouldn't get caught on a nose ring. well it might get caught on the septum ring i guess it might it might get caught on the <laughs> like help help <laughs> I have gotten that septum ring ca- caught on stuff. Like, if I'm not careful, <clears throat> because of the way the, uh, the, my piercings are, like in my in my um, in my ears and stuff, I have hoops, but they're not connected hoops. They're just like open hoops, so they have a little bit of a gap. And so, if I'm not really careful when I use a loofah or you know one of those scrubby sponge things, yeah. If I'm not careful when I use one of those, I'll get them hung on my piercings, and then I can't get them off. But ow, ow, ow. It's such a, such a weird problem to have. So what are we talking about tonight? Your first world problems, let me tell you. Oh, those are first world problems. I'll tell you another first world problem we had. When I went out to uh, get something. What did I do? Oh, I went out to walk the dog this morning. And that was, I don't know, six thirty, seven o'clock this morning. And somebody was parked in front of the parking garages. Again. Again. And she was blocking, she wasn't blocking my specific spot, but she was blocking two of them. And somebody, it wasn't me, you know, normally, you know, I've got a window pin that I write on people's car. Like, this is not a parking spot. Like, I'll do it. I don't care. Because it's a water-soluble pin. I'm not, I'm not doing any vandalism, you know. It's just like, writing on the window, they can scrape it off real easy. But somebody had stuck, like, four sticky notes on this car, on this car window saying, hey, you're not right for parking here. You need to move your damn car. You stopped me from getting to the airport this morning. You're blocking my you're blocking my way out of my parking garage and you're not right. So I came back inside and grabbed my phone and called I, I did what the what the office told me to do and I called the the courtesy officer. The after hours courtesy officer to come out there and tow the car. And so I sat out there on the on the stone wall that's out there and was waiting on somebody to either call me back or show up to tow this car and nothing happened for 30 minutes and i'm sitting out there waiting on the stupid you know call back nobody called so i called again asked for the courtesy officer to come out there again well while i'm waiting out there somebody from the third floor comes out to the patio on the third floor up above our apartment um and uh says hey is that gray suv still parked in front of the the building there And I said, yeah, it is. And I'm about to have it towed. I've already called the courtesy officer. And she said, she said, well, that's mine. There wasn't a parking spot. 
and I had to park there. I said, yeah, well, it's about to be towed, so you need to come move it. And she waved her hand at me and, you know, went on about her business. And so then you showed up, and we walked inside together. And then about, I don't know, 10 minutes later? Maybe. Maybe 10 minutes later, we get a knock on the front door, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe it's this courtesy officer that's, like, come out there to tow the car, and they're trying to figure Because I told them where I lived. It's this woman from upstairs, and she's talking to Thomas, and she said, hey, you know, where's your wife? She needs to stop leaving notes on my car. And he was like, I didn't leave notes on your car. Nobody left notes. We didn't do it. <laughs> and, so my wife didn't have a plane to catch this morning. She's still here. Yeah. And uh, she was like, well, this is like the third time that somebody's put stuff on my car. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, park maybe you're supposed to park. stop parking in front of the damn parking garage. She says, oh, I just had mine blocked. And I said, you know, and he and he said, clearly you did not have No, I told her, I said, no, the front of your car was blocking the other spot. Yeah. And that was apparently the one that somebody needed to get out of this morning that you had blocked. And she's like, you need to tell your wife to keep keep her notes off my car. And I was like, well, you need to stop parking. Where you, and she's like, well, I've had to park in front of the uh, in front of the office before and walk all this way here. And I'm thinking to myself, as I'm listening to this from around the wall, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, that is a you problem. <laughs> I said, I told her, I said, well, I get it. I said, I've had to park all the way up top of the hill before and walk down here. Said, but you know, sometimes that's what you got to do. Yeah, she says there's no parking spots anywhere close. Well, you know what, fucker, walk. We all have the same problems as you do, and quit making your problems everybody else's. Yep. But this is the second time she's come down and harassed me at my front door. She does it again. I'm gonna call the cops on her because I'm tired of being harassed because she doesn't know how to keep her car in a damn parking spot. Yes, I realize this. Makes she knows me a how to. She's just too damn lazy to go park where she's supposed to. Yeah. But like I said, this time she wasn't parking our spot. We ain't the one that puts the note on the car. Yeah, she it was, was not blocking me. somebody else's car. But even if there wasn't a note on her car, I was going to have it towed this morning. But I'm actually kind of pissed off that I, I went through the office and asked them what I should do on the weekends when nobody was here. You know, well, when, we're going to call and complain about that as well on Monday. Yeah, because when, now we know whose car it is that's consistently parking there. Um, and I'm going to have that, you know, call me a Karen. That's fine. I will absolutely own that, that I'm being a Karen about this situation. But the second that that bitch barks, parks my car, <laughs> blocks my, my parking spot. Anyway, I will be getting my car out one way or another somehow told you it'll probably get me in trouble but I'll hook a fucking chain up to it to my truck and I'll jerk the motherfucker out of the way in Minecraft of course we don't mean that really but anyway whatever <laughs> I got enchiladas cooking tonight they smell so good oh, I'm so fucking I'm hungry I'm so fucking hungry we hadn't even gone to the gym yet or anything today I don't think we're going it's been a lazy ass day it has but we've needed this we haven't had this in forever where we just haven't done anything. We no, went to the we went to the grocery store. Barely. Barely. <laughs> went to the Jeez. grocery store a little like bit. The second you know. we walked in, the freaking bottom fell out. My God. Pouring and down rain, and luckily it was over with by the time we got finished. So. When I say the bottom fell out, you I, didn't say that. I did. Well, when you say the bottom okay, fell out, like that's not an exaggeration. I have never seen that much rain come down. It was like somebody had a water hose. Or a fire hose out in front of the front door. It was yeah, it crazy. Was, it, was, it was bad. It was an insane amount of rain. 
But we missed all the rain because we went into Walmart as the rain started and we came out of Walmart as the rain stopped. So, all in all. Good timing on our part. Extremely good timing. Probably could have been slightly better timing because we could have missed the rain on both sides. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. At least it cooled everything down. Yeah. It's been like god awful hot this week. 103, 104 degrees. Especially with yesterday and then with the power going out. Yeah, that was awful. Because it was, um, <clears throat> I guess about, what time did I did I text you? About 1 o'clock? Yeah. About 1 o'clock, um, I got a text from the power company saying that the, the power had gone out. And I looked on the outage map. It was a big power outage. It was probably two square miles that was out of power. And then I looked at the bigger, the bigger map. And uh, there was about, I don't know, five or six spots across the city where the power had gone out. So, I don't know. Maybe the grid just couldn't handle it. Because this, this is like the hottest day of the year so far. Yeah. Because it, it was it was going to get up to 103 degrees yesterday. And so, um, I ended everybody up... Everybody went home for lunch and it's like, fuck this. Turn this shit down so it's not so hot when we get home from work. <laughs> our, I mean, you say that, but our um, our air conditioner can't keep up with the heat. It's, what, 78 degrees in this apartment right now as we sit here? Oh, it may not be that bad. It's pretty hot in here. And the air conditioner's just running just constantly. And (laughs) I was looking at the electricity bill the other day because Alex was asking me, he's like, what's a normal electricity bill supposed to be? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) I was like, ours is, I don't know, about $200. (laughs) About $200 a month or so. And I was Did they thinking do the about, average billing here, or was that just in Texas? Well, that's that's what I was just about to say. Oh, okay. I thought maybe I thought maybe the apartment complex was averaging our billing out, but it turns out I had turned that on with Entergy because we we have Entergy here in Arkansas because it's not deregulated like it is in Texas. Um, so there's only one there's only one energy provider here in Arkansas, and it's Entergy. Um, but yeah, apparently I had the average monthly billing turned on, which is why we don't pay more than like a hundred and uh, 200 and I think our, our highest bill since we moved here has been like $203 and, and the air conditioner has been running constantly, constantly for like, up. yeah. Oh my God. It, it cannot keep up. We have, our apartment is, uh, it's a pretty big apartment. It's, it's as big as some houses. It's like 300, uh, 1300 square feet. So it's, I mean, it's a pretty big apartment, but it's got two air conditioning units with it. It's got an uh, air conditioning unit in the back bedrooms where the kids are. And then it's got one that services the kitchen, dining room, living room, master bedroom, bathroom. Yeah. And that's the one that can't keep up. The ones in the kids' room, it actually gets pretty cold in the kids' room (laughs) to the point where they complain that it's too cold. And I was like, well, I wish I had your problem. Yeah. Oh, no, poor kid. <laughs> but it doesn't help that uh, where our bedroom is, you know, they don't have double-pane windows in that in that bedroom. And um, it catches all of the afternoon sun because it faces west. And it's just... It's, it's the coldest room in the house in the winter, and it's the hottest room in the house in the summer. Yeah. And it's, it's just unbearable in there sometimes. And I feel bad because we've got a fan in there, but it just... Fuck, it just pushes, pushes the warm air around. Yeah, that, fan, that little ceiling fan can only do so much, though. I told you we need to get us a floor fan or something. We need a window unit. We could put a window unit in that window. <laughs> Have a really cold bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they get onto us for putting a window unit in there. 
I ought to ask about that. Say, hey, what do you want to do? Do you want to actually put a double pane window on that window, or do you want us to put an air conditioning? Because we can do both of the two things. You tell me what you want us to do. It gets too damn hot in there. Yeah. But talking about the apartment, <clears throat> I know last week we had talked about how, how, how much we like living here as far as, like, the maintenance requests and everything, because they tend to get those... They tend to get those taken care of very, very quickly. They tend to show up for them very quickly. Very quick. Well, everything that we have had, except for one problem, they have fixed it immediately. Mm. And I mean immediately. This other problem that we have, where the fucking ceiling in the goddamn bathroom keeps leaking. Keeps leaking. And I'm not talking just a gentle trickle of water. I'm talking it rains in there. Every time the upstairs neighbor takes a shower. Yeah. Which they did this morning, and it leaked. And and what pisses me off is that we've been dealing with this all week, and the guy that came by last Saturday, or last Sunday, when we called him to, with this problem, he's like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what the problem is. I'm well, he said he thinks he knows what the problem is. He's pretty sure that's where it's coming from because he had the same issue at another apartment. Right. And so it was something to do with... The pipes in the upstairs bathroom not being properly caulked. No, that's this last guy. No, 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 no. He said he said that it was the it was the pipes were leaking and it was leaking behind the caulking is what he said last time. Well, he said it's just the shower was hitting the the tile and going back behind the tub. Right, not he's, the pipes. And he's like, we're gonna recaulk it and it should fix it and it should no problem whatsoever. Well, then you know start this morning they start their shower up this morning it starts fucking raining in our bathroom again like, god damn it when are you gonna get this fixed and i actually looked i looked back over our maintenance requests on this specific issue we've been complaining about this issue since january the 15th of 2022 yep this is the one thing that they have not been able to fix and it's got so bad that it's peeling the paint off our walls and we've got black mold in there I was like, you guys are going to have to do something. Either that or they're going to pack up all of our shit and move us to a different apartment. On the ground floor, thank you. Yep. Because I don't want to go to... <laughs> I don't want to climb stairs every day. <laughs> no, thank you. I wouldn't mind climbing stairs every day, but I guarantee you somebody else is moving that fucking gun safe. Yeah. It ain't going to be me. <laughs> it ain't going to be me. We had trouble getting it up the, up the curb. Up the curb. It's just too damn heavy, and I just am not strong enough to... Well... Let me rephrase. I don't think I'm strong enough to help you move it. I probably am now. But I don't know. Anyway, we're not you know, moving. That's what you get. I mean, that's why it's that heavy because of the fire rating we got on it. Yeah, well, it's it's a good safe. It's, it's one of those tall ones. It's like five feet tall. One of the big ones with the big door. It's one on of it. those if this apartment building were to catch on fire and burn down to the ashes. The only thing left of this apartment building would be the concrete slab and that gun safe. Because mm -hmm. it's rated for a lot higher than any house fire would burn. Will it melt steel beams? <laughs> if a plane hit it, would it? Maybe. <laughs> would it melt? I don't know. I mean, I've seen pictures of planes that got fucked up by a bird, so who knows? I'm just saying, if a second plane hits the tower, <laughs> will it burn up? No. The gun safe? That gun safe is like the black box. Why don't they make the whole plane out of the black box? Because it'd be too heavy. It would never leave you know the what? ground. That you know that seems like details. That just seems like that just seems like a problem that needs fixing. I mean, look, 
every problem has a solution. Yeah, and the entire plane would have to be a great big fuel tank because that's how much it would take <laughs> to get that damn thing off the ground because they have to have like 15 <laughs> engines on each on each uh, wing. Well, maybe that's what we should do then, okay? Whatever, home slice. Instead of making these planes out of something that duct tape can hold together. That's ridiculous. Have well, you seen that picture of, of the Spirit Airlines, the wing that was like all fucking duct taped? I would not be on that plane. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd be like, you're going to have to refund my money, son. I'm not getting on that fucking duct tape plane. Imagine you sitting on a plane, getting ready to take off, and you open up the window, and it, you see that, and you're like, oh, hell no. Let me <laughs> off this motherfucker. You've got to be fucking kidding me. That Sorry, you we can't let you off the plane. plane. We ain't left yet. You're going to let me off. <laughs> did you see that? Uh, I'll go to jail before I die. Did you see that woman a couple weeks ago who was uh, clearly having a mental breakdown on the plane? Uh-uh. And was saying that somebody wasn't real? Like, they had to escort her off the plane because she got up and she was screaming. Like... She's like, I don't know what you guys are seeing. She said, but that guy right there, and she was pointing at somebody. Uh, like, you can't see him on the, on, the, on the camera. But she's like, that guy is not real. That guy is not real, and you guys can go down with this plane, but I'm not doing it. But that guy is not real. And, like, everybody freaked out. You know, like, people were going like, oh, she's, she's clearly insane. But I, I really hope that she got the help that she needed because... Right. She was having some kind of weird psychotic break. If I was on that plane, I'm like, you know, I ain't taking no chances. You gonna let my ass? You gonna let my? You gonna let my ass off too? Yeah, no kidding. And this is, she had that psychotic break, and then two days later, um, they had the congressional hearings about whether or not aliens were real. Right. <laughs> it's like maybe we should give her an apology <laughs> for making fun of her on the internet. Like that's not cool. And didn't they admit that they were real? Sort of, but not really, but sort of, but not really. Yeah, they, they called it, they found non-biological... Non-human. Yeah, non-human, non-biological something or other. Yeah, it was non-human biological remains. But honestly, if something, if, okay, so an unidentified flying object is anything that they just don't have a name for yet. That doesn't mean they don't know what it is. That doesn't mean that they can't figure out how it flies. That doesn't mean that it's an alien spacecraft. It just means it's some drone that they don't have a name they can put on it yet. Non-bio- non-human biological remains can be anything from a bird it hit on its way to the ground to the dog that it hit when it hit the ground. We, you know, they, they didn't come out and say this is alien. They just said this is non-human. But they didn't say it wasn't alien, so it was. They're just trying to beat around the bush. They're trying to tell people that they're real without telling them they're real. We know. We know. We know. Are you telling me that aliens... Let's let's say they came from the closest star system that we know of, which is Alpha Centauri, which is... Hang on. I'm, I'm going to look this up because I have the internet in front of me and the internet knows everything. I want to look this up. How yeah, but but you're talking about okay. They would have to travel all this time. Centauri. Light speed is the fastest. Four point three six seven light years away. Right. So it would take them four years to get here if they traveled at light speed from Alpha Centauri. So because what we know and can comprehend, the fastest you can go is the speed of light. Right, but physics 
says you can't accelerate matter past the speed of light because it's not possible. Earthly physics. But right now in the known universe, earthly physics is applicable to the known universe, which with the new James Webb Space Telescope, we can see to the to the far reaches of the universe. We can see to the beginning of the universe. And physics works everywhere. So let's just say it took them five years to get here. Because physics they were able as we know it. So they were they were they were able to go light speed. They got here in five years. They have a spacecraft that's possible of light speed travel. So they're clearly advanced to that point. But you're telling me they spent five years getting here to Earth, and in the last mile, they biffed it and hit the ground. Maybe they weren't expecting our ozone to be what it was. You mean not there? <laughs> Maybe Billy Joe Jim Bob shot it with his rifle when he saw it coming down. <laughs> like they said they were going to choose shoot that Chinese spy balloon with their fucking shotguns. <laughs> yeah, out there with their fucking rifle. They're going to shoot it down. Oh, motherfucker, that bullet will not go up high enough to hit that thing. You're just an idiot. Some people, I swear to God, are so stupid. Well, if aliens are here... They are advanced enough that we don't know they're here. Because we're basically cattle to them. Mm-hmm. And they're ready to tip us, I suppose. Like a cow. Which brings up another question. Cow tipping. Real or fake? Real. You've never tipped a cow. Says who? Don't act like you've tipped it. Nobody's ever tipped a cow. That's an urban legend. You can't tip a cow. Who told you it was an urban legend? The internet. You can't tip it. Big Bang Theory. You can't tip a cow. Remember Kansas was on its side because Penny was drunk when she went cow tipping? <laughs> you can't fucking tip a cow. Okay. If that's, what, if that's what you want to believe to get you asleep at night, you go right ahead. Have you ever tipped a cow? I've been there when it's been done. So what, what happened? You have to tell me about this because I never went cow tipping. I was a Now, granted, cow. it wasn't like a great big cow. It was more like a smaller one. Uh-huh. Because I don't think you could tip something that fucking big. Because they lock their knees when they sleep. Yeah, but they're like stiff as a board. Uh-huh. You get enough people sneak up onto them. <laughs> you push them over, and when they hit the ground, they just, because <laughs> it wakes them up. <laughs> but when they hit the ground, they're stiff until they hit the ground. It's like they don't wake up halfway through going, oh, shit, oh, shit. So, when this was going on, were this, was was alcohol involved? A good probability. <laughs> so, when you woke up and the cow was on its side, were you also on its side? Were you also on your side? No. I was I was upright most of the night. Most of the night was the, oh was that the night you woke up in that girl's apartment and didn't know where you were? No, that was in college. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I know there was a night that you got so fucking drunk that you had no clue where you were. That was in college. Apparently, one they had there was one girl on the softball team that could drive a standard. She's the one that drove my truck back to the college. And uh, like I said, I remember walking out to the truck, and then I woke up on their couch you in my underwear. You realize we never introduced the podcast? And I... They said, apparently, I tried to get naked to sleep. 
Ooh. And they managed to stop Caliente. me. They managed, they managed to stop me from getting completely naked and covered me up when I got down to just my undies. <laughs> Caliente. <laughs> Were, were you in the habit of sleeping naked in high school no, or in college? No, roommates. I ain't sleeping naked around somebody else. <laughs> I don't know why I was trying to sleep naked. <laughs> Maybe because some of them girls that were there looking. <laughs> Maybe I was hoping one of them would join me under the blanket. I don't know. I don't remember that night. I don't know what the fuck happened. Well, it's not like anything could have happened when you're that drunk. You're basically just pushing rope at that point. I would, I would guess so. I don't know. I don't remember shit that happened. You could have been taken advantage of, and you never would have known. Well, if it was some of the girls that lived in that apartment, I'd have been okay with that. <laughs> they kept being like, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> like flipping them back, back and forth. Wee. I'm sorry there is look forgive me for going down the sexual beaten path this this evening but there is something as much as I love men and and as much as I love the sexual aspects of men let's be about wiener Yes. Oh. Let's be perfectly honest that a wiener is one of the most ridiculous looking things. They're ugly. They're ridiculous looking. They're silly. They're very, they're fun to play with, but they are silly as hell. And I'm sorry, women just have a much better setup than men have. Yeah, lucky fucker, y'all got boobs. <laughs> But but even even without the boobs, I'm just saying, you know, just like as as far as like our parts, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't want to get too graphic. Oh yeah, because we can go pee outside a lot easier. That's the can. only advantage that you have, literally the only advantage. And I've known women who could pee standing up right next to a man, and it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because you know you get the right angle. <laughs> hey, what you got to do is you balance on the left leg. <laughs> pull the right leg up and you hook it behind your head <laughs> and then you kind of squat and lean to the side let's just shoot straight out let's just say i've never been one of those women i just know that they exist <laughs> oh so how do you know they exist have you seen it we played truth or dare at stephen f austin college one night and one of them was who could pee the farthest and a girl won All righty then. <laughs> she lucky she didn't blow out an O-ring trying to push me out that hard. This podcast is taking a weird turn. <laughs> Imagine if she'd have been pregnant. I'm being the mother. Oh damn! There's the kid. <laughs> Too early. To get back in there. She was definitely not pregnant. Um, but anyway. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so sorry to our listeners. This has been a weird turn. Well, that's what happens when alcohol is involved. Alcohol, a lot of alcohol is involved. I have found my new favorite drink. This shit here is pretty good. This Steel Reserve Spiked Watermelon. It's an 8% alcohol. You're drinking it out of a wine glass, even though it's in a tall boy. I have got a Smirnoff Ice Smash Peach Mango, which is also 8% alcohol. Excuse me. I've been working on it for a minute. Well, I already and, had like two Dos Equis and two of the margarita things. 
He's been he's been day drinking on an empty stomach. <laughs> we went to Walmart earlier and he was like getting all handsy. I'm like, what's wrong with you? He's like, I've had alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, it's a good thing I drove because <laughs> I have not had alcohol yet. So that's good. I'm planning on getting drunk tonight. And it's going to make me feel really, really freaking bad because we didn't go to the gym today. And like I, I said, but we, uh, we are definitely going to make up for tomorrow. We're going to make up for tomorrow. We're either going to do a two-a-day tomorrow or we're going to do workout plus cardio. I say whenever we get up in the morning, we go do our workout. And then at some point tomorrow afternoon, we go back up there and do our uh, cardio. Cardio. Like, I'm good with that. I'm totally good with that. I just... We are scheduled to get our body scans on the 10th, which is not this no, coming Wednesday. Well, not this coming Wednesday, but the next Wednesday, whatever that, whatever day that is. So I guess the 16th. But <clears throat> if I have not seen any improvement, I'm going to quit going to the gym. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to fucking quit going. No, you're not. I have not lost a single goddamn pound. My stomach is still the same size. My clothes still fit the same way. I'm stronger because when I was doing step-ups yesterday on the box, it wasn't as hard. I could actually complete all of the step-ups without getting winded. So I can tell that my cardio is doing better. And my heart rate, my, my average resting heart rate has gone down 10 beats a minute. So I know I'm getting healthier there. Um, oh, hang on. You, you better talk because I got to get the enchiladas out. What were we talking about? I forgot already. We're talking about uh, going to the gym. Oh, well, yeah. Hey, I was really happy that, you know, because one of our, well, actually we have a couple of different workouts that we have that has planks involved. And planks suck. I don't like them. And the first time we did them, we had to do like three of them for like 30 seconds each. And about after about 15 seconds, I was shaking so bad. I was, you know, I was ready for the jiffy pop. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh... Couldn't make it through the whole 30 seconds, you know, because I'm old and fat. But the uh, this week, I, I don't remember what day it was that we had the planks, but... Yesterday. No, the first time this uh, week, because uh, I was able to like do all three of them. Yes, it was Tuesday. I did all three of the planks for the full 30 seconds without having to put like a knee down or anything like that and i was very proud of myself because that was not only the first time i managed to do the entire plank without cheating i did three of the entire planks without cheating and that was like a big improvement for me but then again when we go over and do like what is the uh the one with the legs the hack squat is that what it's called i'm sitting here thinking you you know pretty much every exercise that we do together we were always having to change out weights because I, you know, I naturally, you know, I, I do. You do about twice as much as I do. I do more weight than she does on pretty much every exercise that we do. But on the hack squat, we do the same amount, or she does more. Yeah, I can. I can actually hack squat more than you. Than well, you I don't can. know. If, well, I I I, I could, wouldn't I say that more. you could do more, but. When I do too much, I feel like my knee's going to break. Yeah. I think but, if I can get my knee stronger, I'll be okay. But Well, see, I can I can hack squat 200 pounds, and you were struggling at 190. 
Now, I will say that when we were both doing 190, when you went first, I was like, I don't think she's doing a little too much, but okay. And you didn't seem like you had many problems with it. And I was like, all right, well. I said, well, I don't know how much I need to do. I said, I'll, I'll just go ahead and start off with the 190 like she's doing, and we'll, I'll just go from there. Yeah. You know, we've got extra weights. We can add them on. And he's thinking, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this do my first squat. one. And I was like, oh, God dang. <laughs> he's thinking, oh, I can do this hack squat, and I'm going to have to add some weight to it because it's going to be too damn light. Because she can do 190, so clearly I can do like 250. <laughs> it's like, I should be able to do like 230, 240. Oh, no. Oh, no. My, my lower half is insanely powerful. Because like when we do the adductor and the abductor, now the one where you go out... Is that the abductor? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Well, it's that machine where you push out on the pads and you lift the weight, right? So that one I can't do as much. Call it the woman come and get me. The woman says no. The woman <laughs> says yes or the woman says no. Legs in, legs out. Legs, legs in, in, legs out. out. <laughs> well, the one where you're squeezing and you're lifting the weight because you're squeezing, I can do it. I, I can almost max out that entire machine. One of them I did. I was doing the max on it. I don't mm-hmm. remember if it was the in or the out. The in one I can do. I can max out the machine. That's, See, that's, that's weird because I thought you'd be better on the ones where you have to spread your legs. No, no, the 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 muscle right here on the outside of my butt <coughs> is weaker. The what? I don't know if it's an abductor or adductor. It's one of the two. But whichever saying, one I where would you just go think out, you would be better at the other one. <laughs> that's just because you're horny. I'm not Constantly. talking about me horn being horny. I'm just talking about you. you know. We're talking about me being horny. Well, not necessarily horny, just. <laughs> I'm not that flexible in that direction. I'm sorry. I'm just not. You're good at spreading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, people don't want to hear that. <laughs> you don't know. They might. They might want to hear that, but I know the people that listen to this podcast, and they probably don't want to hear that. That's true. <laughs> Did you know that Pee Wee Herman died? Yes, I did know that. That was very sad. Somebody said sad. somebody said that he had child pornography on his computer at one point. But I have not heard anybody else say that about him, so I'm wondering if that's just some kind of weird conspiracy theory. I just think it's something that somebody started just because, you know, when somebody gets popular and they're, okay, yeah, he was a little fruity, you know? Yeah, well, he's a goofy guy. And people just assume that because the way he acted... He's got to be some kind of something. Yeah, he's got to be gay. He's got to be a pedophile because he likes being around kids. Right. Nobody ever accused Mr. Rogers of being a pedophile. He His whole show was about kids. You did. No, I did not. You did. You used to say that shit to make me mad because Mr. Rogers, that was like a huge part of my childhood. That was like one of the only shows I was allowed to watch was Mr. Rogers. I, the only reason I said that stuff about anything about Mr. Rogers is aggravate you. I love that show. I watch that show all the time. My favorite part was when the little train went to the other room. I you got know. to see all you the, got to see the puppets. The puppets. That was my favorite yeah. part. I always looked forward to that. And when I watched the whole episode and there was no train, at the end of that episode, I was like, man, oh, fuck man. you, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> But Mr. Rogers was always there to teach you something amazing and to teach you some interesting life skill. Did you know he was one of the first people who had a black man on his show? And he, he had, the, the, the mail carrier was black. Yes. And this was not during segregation, but right after it. Right. He and the mail carrier rested their feet in a kiddie pool together. And that was the first time anything like that had ever happened on television. Yeah. 
And he was the first one to do it because he was like, this is a person just like me. Yeah. And he's not any different than me just because his skin is darker. You know, he, oh. you know, I'm, I'm tearing up just thinking about it because Mr. Rogers was just, he was just like a good person. He really was. Yeah. Now, he, now in real life, who knows? No, no, no. He was a good person in real life, too. He but, went in front of Congress yeah. and testified on behalf of families and on behalf of children, on behalf of making sure that public television could stay in front of low-income families. Talk. Yeah. But Mr. He, he, was, he was a treasure. Yeah. Put it that way. I mean, he was... Like I said, I, I always watched that show. I liked it. Because it would always be on that. I'd watch it on Saturday mornings after cartoons and stuff. Or sometime around that would come on. Well, see, we didn't, until I turned, until we moved to Texas when I was 13, I didn't have access to a TV. We watched the Cosby show occasionally, but God knows how Cosby turned out. You know, turned out being awful. But we used to watch the Cosby show when I was a kid in, in Kentucky before we moved. But that was like one of the only TV shows we were allowed to watch. Aside from maybe the news occasionally. But when we moved to Texas, I had access to PBS. And I was able to watch Mr. Rogers. And I was an older an, an older kid at that point. I was 12, 13, 14 years old. But he still had stuff that appealed to me. Yeah. You know, and, 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 I, and I enjoyed that part of it. And, you know, it was, it was just this, this great part of my childhood... And my parents never wanted me to watch PBS because it was public television, because the government ran it, and anything the government ran was evil. Mm. Yeah, so they didn't want us watching PBS. But I always watched Mr. Rogers whenever I could get away with it, because he was awesome. That hurt when he died. Yeah, that was a that was a big loss. But going back to Pee Wee Herman, he was a different kind of child character. A different kind. I never watched Pee Wee's Playhouse. I don't know if you did or not. Yeah. But I, I was never exposed to Pee Wee's Playhouse. So the most exposure I got, well, this is ironic of me to say it this way, the most exposure I got to Pee Wee Herman was when he got caught in the adult theater jacking off. That was the first time I'd ever really heard of Pee Wee Herman. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, Pee Wee Herman, is, he was a huge part of a lot of people's childhoods. You know, he taught you new words, and he had a silly show, and he was Blue's Clues before Blue's Clues was a thing, you know? Yeah, Steve. <laughs> yeah. And then you and had, um, uh, on Elmo, you had Mr. Wiggles. Mr. Wiggles. Mr. Noodle. Mr. Noodle. It was Mr. Noodle. <laughs> I'm thinking of the Wiggles. Yeah. The, Wiggle, the Wiggles is a different, they're an Australian yeah. band that, that sings. That's right. And they, you know, they, they sing the Hot Potato song. I know Mr. That Noodle. But you know what was so funny is when, uh, you know, all through us raising the kids, we never got involved in a whole bunch of kids' shows. No, not really. We never did. Like they Now, never... the kids did love watching Bubble Guppies. Oh, oh I loved watching Bubble Guppies. <laughs> they, they, that, that was their show. They liked watching Bubble Guppies. I fucking love Bubble Guppies. I can watch, me, I can watch the shit out of some Bubble Guppies. That was a great show. I don't remember any other ones that they watched. Just they watched Blue's Clues a little bit. They watched Dora Explorer a little bit. Oh, yes. They did watch a lot of Dora Explorer. Yeah. Um, and they watched... Um, who is the... It's the little girl. She's the little Japanese girl that taught them Japanese. She was like Dora, but she was Japanese, not Spanish. Not Mexican. I never saw that one. Uh, because she would teach them... Like, Nihau is... Like, that's high in Japanese. 
and she had a little uh, panda bear that she hung out with. They would watch her. I never saw that. I have no idea what you're talking about. Now, Caillou, we stayed the fuck away from Caillou. I don't know what that is either. That's that little bald-headed whiny kid that everybody fucking hates. Oh, I fucking hate Caillou. I watched a couple of his episodes, and I was like, no, the kids are not watching this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that one is either. Caillou is forbidden in this house. Thank you very much. <laughs> I guess I'm okay with that, considering I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> But they want, look, uh, Bubble Guppies and um, Dora the Explorer. Swiper, no swiping. If, if you want to get if you want to get the oldest, you you, you run in there and be, <laughs> Swiper, no swiping. <laughs> he loved that. It was great. <laughs> if you want to irritate him, you can go in there and say that now. <laughs> it's like, shut up, Mom. Right. <laughs> oh, there he is. Hi. Swiper, no swiping. <laughs> yeah, the food's almost done. He we'll just had a no comment look on his face and walked <laughs> off. He's like, whatever. <laughs> he already thinks we're dorks. He does think we're dorks, but we're adorable Are dorks. Are your dill pickle chips any good? I mean, Maybe. I, you tried them before, though, right? Yeah. Let me okay. try one. Oh, my God. That is so much noise on this podcast. Ah! Seriously, Stop. <laughs> I want to try a dill That's a horrible. pickle. I'm so sorry to the chip. listeners. I'm not sorry. You hear him? Just, just the the. <laughs> that chip tastes good. You're chewing with your mouth open. That's gross. You should be ashamed of yourself. Was it any good? I mean, you kind of have a weird look on your face. Because I'm trying to taste it. I think my taste buds are seared with the alcohol. Probably. Is your mouth a little numb? A little bit. A little bit? Yeah, you're definitely drunk. A little hard to taste. I was going to accuse you of having long COVID, but I think you're just drunk. wonder how Diablo is when you're drunk. I don't know, but we're going to find out tonight because I'm going to go back and play some more. We played Diablo for like three fucking hours today, and I had no well, clue how long we were done with this there. after we eat. We're going to play Diablo in time, until my wrestling show comes on tonight. we got SummerSlam to watch tonight. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see if uh, they finally start listening to the fans with L.A. Knight and let him win something because uh-huh. he's in a battle royal tonight. And they're like, everybody's like, these assholes are not going to let him win just because we want him to. You know? Well, but they did that shit with uh, fucking, was it Roman Reigns? They kept oh, trying to push over? Well, the year they people wanted Roman Reigns to win, he didn't. Right. And then they were just like, fuck it. And then the next year when this is coming rolling around again, everybody's like, no, we're done with him. And then everybody, like, everybody wanted Daniel Bryan to win that year. And he didn't. And Roman Reigns won. And everybody's like, man, fuck you. Yeah, they booed the shit out of him every time he got out there. And he's supposed to have been a face. I mean, they even went as far as getting The Rock to come back and try to endorse Roman Reigns and all this stuff. And everybody was just not having it. They didn't care who you brought out there. We don't like him, you know. But this Bloodline storyline is really good. Uh, It's not going to – I mean, he's still going to win tonight, so – well, so while we're talking about wrestling, there's something I want to look up. So keep talking for a second. And I will say one thing about The Rock, too. I saw a video today where uh, he had 
heard of a story about this uh, UFC guy that's training for UFC from Zimbabwe. And he went and met this guy in an interview. And he was like talking in his interview how he was freaking out that Dwayne Johnson like responded to him directly on Twitter or something like that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And he was talking about that, and he didn't realize that Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, was standing right behind him. Mm-hmm. And when the guy comes out there, when he, turn, he turns around, and he sees The Rock, and they're like, oh, he's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And he's talking to him and everything, and he, he's showing him where he lives at because he said there's nowhere for him to live when he moved here, but he had to get out of Africa. And uh, they end up letting him sleep on a couch in the gym. Mm-hmm. And so that's where all of his stuff that he had was he slept on the couch and everything and the rock was telling about how you know his story really moved him and he goes but hey you know i'm gonna tell you something dude i, I got a plane i gotta catch he said but before we get but before i do that I'm, we're gonna hop in the car i'm gonna take you to a buddy's of mine's house that i want you to meet you know he's real connected in miami he'll help you out with some stuff so we went. They went to this house and it was like right off the off, right off, looked like it was right off the bay or right off the lake or something Real nice <coughs> right off the water and he's talking about so look i'll be honest with you i have no idea who lives here and that's because you know nobody does and he pointed to some pictures that was up in the house mm-hmm. and it was pictures of this guy and his family and the guy's like oh my god that's my wife my family my pictures are here you know he couldn't figure out what was going on he goes well i just wanted to really bring you here to say welcome home and he handed him the key to the house the rock bought this waterfront property house for this guy. He goes, now you have this, you even have a guest room. You have all these other rooms. He said, don't worry about anything. Everything's completely will always be taken care of. You don't have to worry about nothing. He said, I got it. He said, but now you have a place where you can bring your wife and your kids. They have a place to stay. He says, so you go get your family you get them here. And the guy's like, you know, I was been saving up money so he could buy a house of some kind for him and his family to live in. He says, so now what I'm going to do with that money is he's going to go back to Africa in the village that he came from, the village. Yeah, village in Africa. To put in like a water, a water, what, well. A water well so that his... Uh, village has access to clean water so that's what he's going to do with the money that he saved up you know he said you know he's not going to go spend it on a car or go spend it on something else he's putting that money back into the village where he came from yeah you know and it's nice to see when people have that kind of money that doesn't really forget where he came where they came from and, you know, we, we hope that he never does. But, like even, like, even in his book that I read a long time ago, he was talking about how there was a point in time when he was in Miami, and this dude had $7 to his name. Yeah. $7, and that was it. And he ended up having people help him out and he'd get through some things, and so and that's what he's been doing ever since. He... I don't know. I, I just think it's really cool that he helped this guy out. And, and the guy's like, yeah, he goes, he said, he, he told him, just make sure you're a champion. Become a champion for me. And the guy's like, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it for you. You know, I'll make sure 
I'll train extra hard. I'll do this. I'll do that. And he says, my goal is to be a champion by next year. So at least he's got, I mean, I guess that's a reasonable goal. You know, he's not like, yeah, I'm going to become champion right away. You know, so at least he's got reasonable goals set for himself. <laughs> but it was just so, it was so heartwarming because like, when he realized what happened, he just fell to his knees and started hugging him. Yeah, well, when you were you were trying to show me that that TikTok while we were driving down the road, and you were like letting me listen to it, and I'm doing my best to like not get to the point where I can't see the road because I'm crying so hard because it's so right? easy for me to cry. Like I'm a, like I'm a, I just I just cry at the drop of a hat. You're an easy anyway. cryer. I'm a very easy crier, and so you're <laughs> I'm sitting there like fighting this <laughs> <laughs> because it's such a beautiful story. And this is this is one of my problems. Um, we, Thomas and I, don't talk about the charity that we do because honestly, we're not able to do much. No. But we have done charity in the past, and I'm not going to talk about it because that's not why we do it. Um, but we've paid for meals, we've paid for groceries, we've paid for all kinds of stuff. You know, from people that that had less than than we've had, and and, and even if they didn't have less than we had, we didn't know. We just. We just took care of them. You know, there's been times where... And we made sure that the people didn't know that it was us. And we, yes, we absolutely made sure they did not know. Because we didn't want, we, we didn't do it for them to come and thank us. That's not why we did it. But I can tell you, if I was ever to win the lottery, or if I was ever to win a large sum of money, I would not be rich for very long. Mm-mm. Because I would be doing shit like that. I would be buying people houses, and I would be buying people cars that needed it, and I would be going to the grocery store and... Like like you were saying, you know. I said I'd go to the grocery store, go up to get one of the managers involved. They know what was going on. Yeah. And say, here's my card. This lane right here, the next ten customers that comes through this lady's lane or this guy's lane. Use my card. Use my card. I'm paying for the next ten people that come through here. And and not not one of those things where we go like, oh, you look like you need some help because you can't always tell. Can't tell. Right. You really can't tell because and and that's one thing that I just hate so much is when I hear people go, oh, well, she's got her nails done. What's she doing with a food stamp card? Oh, well, she's got her hair done. What's she doing with a food stamp card? Oh, well, she's got a, a nice car. What she or she's got an iPhone or she's got this or she's got this. What are they doing with a food stamp card? Why do they need help? You don't fucking know that her nails might have been gifted to her by her mother. Her hair might have been the one nice thing that she did for herself this month. Yeah. That car that she got may have been given to her by somebody who didn't need that car. But now she has that car so that she can carry carry her kids around. Mm -hmm. And she may not actually be paying for it herself because she doesn't have a job. You cannot tell by looking at somebody what their circumstances are. So in that situation, I don't give a shit if I'm paying for the groceries of somebody who can afford it or if I'm paying for the groceries of somebody who is doing their best to scrape together two pennies to have the next meal. Let me pay for your groceries. The next 10 people in line, the next 50 people in line, whatever. Keep my credit card here all day. I don't give a fuck. Let them charge it. Let all these people have their food for free because everybody deserves that. And, and I would not be rich for very long. <laughs> but Dolly Parton, going back to her, Dolly Parton should be a multi-billionaire. Oh, God, yeah. She should be a multi-billionaire, and she's not because she gives so much of her money away every yeah. year. that she's, she's a several hundred millionaire. 
And she's got plenty to live on until the day she dies. And she's got plenty to leave her kids. And she's got plenty to do anything she wants to do with. But she's not a billionaire because she's not an evil person. And she takes care of people. She takes all this money that she gets and she puts it into the Tennessee economy. She takes all this money she gets. The only reason Dollywood exists is so that she can give people jobs. She has a book program. Does she pay for their... Their, their she pays for their college. College as well. If you have been employed at Dollywood for one day, she will pay for your college. Yes. And Dollywood is in a really insanely remote part of Tennessee. On purpose. You have to travel to get there. On purpose. Well, you have to travel to get anywhere. But nobody wants to go to Dollywood because of the location. <laughs> So you're you know, never going to hear this, the, the term when you're out vacationing. Oh, hey, since we're here, let's go to Dollywood. Because Dollywood nobody goes is the to only the, reason you are there. Right, 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 right. But, but, okay, let, let's look at this a different way. Disneyland is in Orlando. You can go to Orlando for a different reason and just end up at Disney World. Dollywood is in, a, in the backwoods of Tennessee specifically to provide people with high-paying jobs. Yeah, And she has done that on purpose because she is taking care of the people in that state. The only thing that Dolly Parton has not done that I really fucking wish she had done, the only black mark on her career, in my opinion, is the fact that when they did the drag ban and when they did the trans ban, she did not speak up about it. And I really wish she would have. Because she has always been on the right side of history. She changed the name of the Dixie Stampede at Dollywood, it's not called the Dixie Stampede anymore. It's just called the Stampede. Because Dixie has some connotations to it. That's the reason the chicks are not known as the Dixie Chicks anymore. Yeah. It's got some it's got some racist connotations. And she said, I would rather See now and that makes me wonder, because uh, like growing up you had different leagues in baseball. You're like each age group had a different league. Yeah. One of the groups was called the Dixie League. So, so I, I'm curious. I'm curious to know if it's still called that or not. What if they still call it Dixie Youth Baseball or Dixie League Baseball? I'm sure they do because honestly, Southerners are really racist and they don't like changing things. <clears throat> Dolly Parton is not your typical Southerner because she's one of those people that actually, when she sees a problem, she fixes it, and she would rather be on the the right side of history than to try to hang on to her racist origins. You remember when, when fucking Paula Dean did that plantation wedding or whatever it was that she did and she got in trouble for it? Okay, so it's still called the Dixie Youth Baseball. Yeah, they still call it the Dixie Youth Baseball. And people still refer to them as the Dixie Chicks and stu- people still, you know, refer to Dixie this and Dixie that. But there's so many bad connotations with the term Dixie. You know, I mean, there's not any, there's not anything good. <laughs> yeah. Because that, I mean, that's got... Whenever I hear the term Dixie, I just picture a Confederate flag. And you might as well be picturing a swastika when you do that. (laughs) (laughs) Saw a TikTok of a guy flexing his little green bean muscle. Uh Uh-huh. Little scrawny dude had a slight bump on his arm. (laughs) Wart on a rubber band. (laughs) Yeah, like a wart on a rubber band. Was uh, flexing his muscles, or his bump, whatever you want to call it. And he had like a tattered Confederate flag. 
tattoo on there. And he's like, they make it take yours, but they can't take mine. And he starts flexing. And then it cut to one of those, what do you call it when it cuts to another one? A, spl- uh, a, a stitch. stitch. To this guy. <laughs> this bearded up dude. <laughs> and like you can tell he's been working. And he's like, vroom, with his grinder. <laughs> vroom. I got an idea. Come here. <laughs> well, when I was up at the airport, and this has been a couple weeks ago, but when I was up at the airport, this guy came up to the counter and he was talking to one of my coworkers and he was renting a car. And I just could not figure out why I did not like the guy. Like, there was just something about him that just immediately set me off. And I was like, this, this guy's just got, like, the worst personality. I just hate him, you know? You know, how, you know how you meet those people you just instantly hate them? For some reason, that first impression just did not go well? No, it did not. And then come to find out the guy's a fucking state trooper. And then he pulls up his sleeves and he's got one of those tattered U.S. flags with the thin blue line going down it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you're definitely a fascist. (laughs) Because when you see those, when you see those tattered flags, and and this makes me feel so horrible about it because I used to treasure the American flag and and I still want to and and I still do. But racists have made it somewhat toxic, I suppose. Yeah. But when you see that tattered flag, it's almost like, okay, I know what you are, buddy. Like, I know that you're racist. I know that you're a bootlicker. That's like, I don't even want that gun I have anymore. Because it's, it's a star-spangled American flag gun. Yeah. And we bought it, and we were like, oh, this is awesome. And then a few years later, we're like, oh, this is not awesome anymore. <laughs> so, I mean, to the point where I, I, I'm going to do one of two things. And I've already talked to somebody about it. It cost me about three hundred bucks to get it to get it dipped. Get it dipped or painted. Because mm-hmm. I actually have a customer on one of my routes that I run. That does the dipping. That's their business. That's what they do. Oh, cool. Or I'm going to sell it. Mm-hmm. And I would not have a problem with either one of those two things. Thanks. I've been thinking about if I can get down to the pawn shop enough early enough on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Might just sell it to them and take them down there and just say, "Hey, I'm just I'm wanting to sell it." If you uh, if you offer me what I think you know what might be a fair price for it, I'll take it. You can have it. Yeah. Because I just don't want it anymore. It's just, and I hate that. And I wasn't all that impressed with the the six five anyway. I just hate what the American flag has started to represent, and that that really bugs me, because I don't want to. I don't hate my country, okay. And I, and I want to make that very clear. I'm, there's, I'm very lucky to have been born in the United States for, for various reasons, you know. And I, I, I do love this country. But there's just... The people who call themselves patriots and the people who fly that American flag, kind of in your face kind of fly it, I don't, I don't really want to be associated with those people. Yeah. Because they're the same kind of people that have a Trump 2024 they, they flag They think if you're a patriot if you're full of hate for certain people. Yeah, well, there's... In certain groups. The fact that the American flag has started not to represent America, but to represent American nationalism is a bit of a problem for me. Because yeah. nationalism... American white nationalism. Well, nationalism of any kind is is a bad idea 
because nationalism means that you elevate the country over everything else regardless of what the country does and you cannot be a good citizen of your country and also ignore the terrible things that your country does because every country has shit associated with it and you need to be able to look at that shit and say that shit i don't like that i don't support that and still support your country and nationalists aren't able to do or won't do that um nationalists will look at the country and say we're we're good regardless and we're the best regardless of the stuff that we've done and aren't willing to look at the things that America has done in the past, is doing in the present, and is planning to do in the future, and saying, maybe we shouldn't do those things. But that, that, that's kind of why I have a problem with it. But I know that was a long, <laughs> that was a long way away. Hey, you know what yesterday was? Uh, what's today? The 5th. August so the yesterday 5th. was August, uh, yesterday was August the 4th. What do I win? Yesterday was Nolan Ryan beat the brakes off Robin Ventura Day. Yeah, 30 years ago, wasn't it? 30 years ago, 1993, Robin Ventura made the mistake of charging the mound after Nolan Ryan hit him with a pitch. And Nolan Ryan watched him head toward the mound and caught him in a headlock and just started wailing on him. (laughs) And you know what was so funny about that? Because I, I watched that that whole video. That whole fucking video. And I didn't realize this. They pulled him apart pretty quickly. But Nolan Ryan was like still trying to go, go after, after him. him. And, and Robin Ventura, his dumb ass, was still trying to go out. Like they had to be held back from each other. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, everybody gets hit by a pitch. What did you think? What did you think was going to happen, buddy? You're charging the mound. He sees you coming. He can prepare. He can put a fucking cleat in your chest if he wants to, but he chose not God to. Guy in college did he that. Just, he just wrangled you like a fucking steer because Nolan Ryan's a goddamn cattleman, and that's what he does. And he just wailed on him. The guy I played baseball in college with did that. The guy charged his mount, charged the mount on him, and he just stood there and waited for him. And as soon as the guy got close, he threw the glove right at his face so the guy had to kind of like dodge and uh-huh. get away so kind of block kinda, it yeah and so when he was trying to block the glove and hit him in the face i'm not gonna say my guy's name but he like took a side step and then kicked and stuck his metal spikes right in that dude's fucking chest and that'll fucking put you down oh yeah he had well there's what like eight spikes on that and he had eight fucking marks on him where that <laughs> he, he 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 gouged him with his spikes Oh, right in the fucking chest. Let me. Okay, I'm gonna look something up real quick. Um, we're, while we're talking about baseball, because I have um, I have a question for you. Um, um, what? What? Just tell me. Uh, okay, so there, there's a pitcher this year, and this is his first year to pitch. If I if I'm okay, not well, mistaken, I'm not, I haven't been keeping up with baseball as close as I should be, so I don't know. Who you're I don't know about. what team he pitches for, and I don't know how to search this on Google because it, it, he's got a weird pitch. So what he does is he jumps when he pitches he jumps forward and drags his toe from the rubber on the mound he jumps forward almost two feet and by the time he finishes his motion to pitch he's at the edge of the mound 
So instead of what what's a, what's a what's the what's the the rubber sixty six feet sixty two feet nope what is it sixty feet six inches sixty feet six inches he's not pitching from sixty feet six inches he's pitching from fifty five feet and they're ta- they were talking about this that like the the commentators were talking and, and they 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 broke down like they they slow motioned his pitch because what he does is he takes a hop and then he hops again with his back toe on on as the rubber his, and drags as long it as his motion forward his foot still has to be on that rubber but it's not it's he hasn't finished his motion forward by the time his feet come down and by the time he finishes his motion forward he is even with the edge of the mound well i there was too because i always thought you know the more the distance i can close the faster that pitch is going to get to him so i so i had a this guy caps i had a really long stride when i pitched carter caps what, now watch watch this watch this video if they show it real quick. Hang on, you're gonna have to get past this this fucking State Farm ad, or whatever. Boo. But boo, it's Jake from State Farm. You know why they changed him to a black guy? Because no. the original Jake from State Farm was just some guy that worked at State Farm. That was named Jake. <laughs> that was named Jake. He was just some random guy that worked at the State Farm. But watch his pitch. Okay, so he plays from Miami. Yeah, he plays for Miami, and he's getting ready for the pitch. He gets set Atlanta. and watch him pitch because he takes a he takes a hop, hop, hop. Oh, that's 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 just a, a lot of people do that. It may not be that exaggerated, but a lot of people do that. His his if if they break it down because his is extremely exaggerated. He drags his toe down to about right there, and his 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 other foot comes down. But just watch him because he's like hop, hop, drag, and let's see if they. See, I, people are acting like that. I, I don't really see. What, okay, right here. What, watch how he. You see how he drags his toe. He, he. It's not even he's dragging his toe, but by the time he finishes his his pitch, he's way down. He's like a foot and a half from the edge of the mound. That's extremely exaggerated. Yeah. I mean, I've seen other people do that. That doesn't really. I mean, clearly they're gonna uh, see. He finishes. He he see see that big hop that he takes. But the reason he's getting off, he's getting away with that, is because you see where that hop is. He's not getting any forward momentum push from that that base leg uh-huh. when he's going forward. Because it's more of just like a. It's like he's he's hopping and he's he's using that to keep his balance as he's going forward. Uh-huh. If he were to pause it all and get another push, with that back, that foot? would be illegal. Okay. Because you can't do a push fr- from in front of the rubber. You have to be right there at it or basically touching it. Well, so he's I'm watching that and like these people that are all doing all this mm-hmm. stuff on it. I'm just from what I can see and from what I know. That's just a hop forward, and his foot just happens to drag a foot and a half or two feet down the mound. My foot, I I jumped when I pitched, mm-hmm. right, and I drug my foot so bad that my coach actually found a company. My senior in high school found a company in California, and it took me like an extra three weeks to get my cleats in mm-hmm. because they dipped the corner, the the toe of the shoe. Mm-hmm. And this super hard, like, plastic rubber coating Mm -hmm. on the toe. 
because when I, if I got a new pair of spikes after two games, I've got a hole in them. Because you're dragging your foot. It was called a pitcher's toe. And, and, and I would drag a hole in the front corner of my shoe. So if they found this company in California that would dip them and then send them, like, like we, we'd order them, those would go to California to get dipped, and then they'd get shipped back to us. So let me ask you this. As he's coming up through high school, college, and the minors, he's clearly got this hop skip that he, that he does mm-hmm. on the mound. And it's one of those things that they're looking at in the majors going, maybe don't do that. Maybe that's like not cool because you're not, you're taking a hop, you're not dragging your toe. Because if you look, he's got air between his toe and the mound. So he's actually taking a hop. But was. But well, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Why has nobody in his entire career corrected that to the point where. At least keep your fucking toe down. Because I, I remember hearing these these announcers say, if he's got his toe down on the on the dirt and he drags it through the dirt, that could be considered I've already illegal got an pitch. For you. I've already got an answer for you. Okay, go ahead. He's not breaking a rule, so why change? But he is... He's not. He Well, he's not breaking a rule. He's not breaking a rule. He's not breaking the spirit. He's not breaking the the law, the legality of the rule, but he's kind of breaking the spirit of the rule because... No, he's not. Not even the slightest. Well, the whole point is to have your People pitcher... jump off the mound all the time when you push forward. Everybody does. I've just never seen anybody make it all the way to the end of the mound before they finish their pitch. Okay, go watch fucking Randy Johnson. Well, he's nine feet tall. That's different. <laughs> Billy Wagner did that. He was less than... He was maybe six foot... Okay, I, I it just I just remember because when when I was watching this this thing play out, you know, the announcers were like, eh, I don't know about that. Like that's mm, they're letting him get away with it, but I don't know about that. If there was an issue, the opposing coach would go up would and have say said something. That's not legal. Yeah. If they thought there was something wrong with it, they would say that's not legal. Okay. And the umpires yeah, would I mean, look at it and go, point. yeah, because he's getting a push-off from that second point, and that's illegal. But it's just a hop with a foot drag. That's all it was. This is a hop with a foot drag. I don't see anything special about that at all. It's just, it's just super exaggerated. I'm just saying, just I, I see nothing to draw attention to that. I it's, guess it's just an advantage. It's just you know? a, it's, it's a deception thing. That's why you see all these different motions that people do. Well, it's all deceptions. You're trying to... You're trying to mess with this hitter. Well, did you see how he kept his hand back behind himself? His pitching, his pitching arm. Mm-hmm. He keeps it back behind himself until he finishes that hop, and then he swings forward with the throw. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's just I, I guess it's just funny watching him because it's just not something I've seen before. I'm just I, I just don't see anything. <laughs> you know more about it than I do. <laughs> I, I, I see nothing in that that would make me go. Dude, that is fucking weird. I've seen some weird shit, and that's not... That's just... That's nothing. That's normal. I gotcha. I, mean, I, just, I see nothing... I see, I, I see nothing even newsworthy about that motion at all. Nothing. I just know the announcers were kind of were kind of ragging on him pretty hard. Because they were playing in Atlanta. Of course they are. <laughs> Any if home. Joe, if Joe Buck was calling that game, you know... 
especially if that one guy was batting, that Joe Buck like ran into the dugout and stroked him off in between innings. My sucked his nuts in Whatever between. that guy's name? I can't even remember his name now, but he was he. Now, one one thing I will give about Joe Buck, I, I do I do I do appreciate this about him. On his Twitter bio, he says, "I like every team, except for yours." Yeah, that is like the greatest Twitter bio. Yeah, of any sports announcer, fucking ever. Because honestly, if you listen to Joe Buck, he sounds like he hates your team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he really does. It doesn't matter what sport you're watching him call. He sounds like he hates... And it doesn't matter what team you're watching him call. He hates your team. He hates every team the way God hates the Yankees. Yes. No, Jesus hates the Yankees. Jesus hates the Yankees. Jesus hates the Yankees. And then everybody except for Dallas hates Dallas. Can we go back to WWE real quick? Because I have an article on Vince McMahon that I want to pull up. Let's be quick because I'm so freaking ready to eat. I know. We're going to. (laughs) Um, I thought we were almost done. I'm hungry. McMahon had a, um, he was served with a federal search warrant and a grand jury subpoena the other day. Did you know about that? Yes. Um, it was because of hush money payments he was making because he is a sex pest. And I didn't know he was a sex pest until I listened to Behind the Bastards the other day. (laughs) But he is apparently a persistent sex pest. So that's not cool. So from now on, we're going to pirate WWE. (laughs) Because I'm not giving that man another damn dime. <laughs> See, I thought it was... Because, I mean, like, the way he treated female wrestlers back in the day. Like, even... Like, everybody was just like, holy shit. Bro, they, I can't believe they let Becky Lance dig down that deep into shit. Uh-huh. Because it was, you know, when Trish Stratus turned on her. And she's like, you know... Uh, Trish, I'm like, I got, I, I earned the way where I'm at and everything. And she goes... Becky Lance, she says, you earned your way? She said, I've earned my way, and I didn't even have to get down on my knees and bark like a dog to do it. Ah! She did that during a Raw one night, and with like something that Vince made her do out in the ring or whatever. Like the Vince Man character, on screen uh-huh. character, made her do in order to, for whatever. I mean. Well, see, you talk about the Vince McMahon character, quotation marks. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of a character that is. Uh, I think well, that's there's like always really a different him. character out in the rain than there is behind the scenes. There's always is. But I don't know how different he is behind the scenes than he is in front of the camera. Because based on this filing and based on these court papers, he is horrible to oh, women. Oh, yeah, he was horrible to women. Horrible to women he in was his real life. He was main control of creative. And so he was the one that came up with these ideas that these women had to do. Can you imagine? There was a quote-unquote sex scene during a show with Edge and Lita. Like, they... You were pretty sure they had a bed out in the ring. You were pretty sure that they both got naked. (gasps) Because, like, Lita threw her top out after she got off, and you could see her back. She no longer had her top on. And you see Edge throwing his boxers off. I mean, well, it okay. got raunchy. Well, remember when he had Stephanie marry... Who was it that he had her marry against her will? It was Hunter. But, like, the whole thing was so fucked up. Because, she like, was Stephanie supposedly... had, like, no agency in the matter. Well, there was one where she was supposedly going to get married to somebody else. And then when they were out in Vegas or whatever, 
Triple H and DX got her shit face drunk and like while she's passed out in the car like in a convertible, they went to one of them drive through marriage things and got her married. And and they're like, they're like, do you accept him? And you know, and Hunter kind of looks over to the side and goes, yes, <laughs> you know. And she was supposed to get married to somebody on Raw, and he come out. It's like, oh well, you can't get married to him because you're already married. And they're like, what? He says, yeah, she's married to me. And they showed the footage of him going through them going through the drive through. Oh, oh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that now. Because I was dating that other guy that used to make me watch wrestling. <laughs> no, that was so fucking hilarious. The first date I ever had with that guy, we went to WrestleMania at his house. And, like, all his friends came and we watched WrestleMania. And I had no experience with WrestleMania. I had no oh experience watching wrestling. And all these people are, like, cheering this stuff on. And I'm looking around going, these fuckers know this is fake, right? Like... <laughs> Like, they have to know this is fake. But the way they were talking about the wrestlers is that it was real. And it took me a really long time to understand that, yeah, they know it's staged. Right. But that doesn't take away from the fun. Yeah. They're they're enjoying the fun part like of it. Like, I hate that when people are like, you know that shit's fake. I'm like. No, it's not fake. Or you know, or you know that's all scripted. Yeah, it's all fake. It's all scripted. I'm like. Yeah. You know, Iron Man's not real, right? <laughs> you ever go to movies? There's not really a Wolverine running around out in the fucking woods somewhere with metal claws. Right? You know all that's fake, right? It's all fake. Now, now, so, now somebody tells me wrestling is fake, I'm going to be like, whatever, dude. Go take a clothesline and tell me how fake that is. Those guys are athletes. Those guys are putting their bodies on the line every like, fucking Especially those night. guys that do them fucking hand slaps when you see them later in the ring. They got their big-ass all- handprint or their chest looks like minced meat what the fuck when uh uh cody rhodes tore his fucking bicep and had a giant purple bruise across his entire right side and he went out there and he wrestled the next fucking day because that's what it takes to be successful in wwe is you i still put remember your body when he took that off everybody you heard everybody in the audience go Ooh. yeah because you don't expect to see people with real injuries yeah but people get real injuries because scripted is not the same thing as fake. Not the same thing. These guys are taking hard body blows, and we've seen them fuck them up. And when they fuck up those moves, they get hurt. And they get hurt. Cactus Jack, off the top of that. That was Mankind. Okay, the Mankind. Okay, so Mankind off the top of the cage, and he's like, no, we gotta push it. No, we gotta push it. And they fucking took him out on a backboard. That shit was real. <laughs> they Except were taking for him he out. He got off the backboard and came back out to the ring before Undertaker had a chance to leave the cell. That doesn't mean that mankind was not hurt. That just means that fucking uh, Mick uh, Foley was Mick crazy. Mick Foley was a. He's they insane. They tried to stop him. They're like, there's too many chairs. I got to go back. He got off the fucking stretcher and hobbled his ass back out there again and then crawled back up. And so when you see that look on Undertaker, like. Oh my God, he's coming. That was, that was real. That was him going, the fuck is he doing back out here? Yeah. And yeah. then that was not planned for the cage to break and him fall through it. And the chair hit him in the face and knock his tooth through his top of his front. His top yeah. Of These guys get real injuries. It wasn't planned for some him to get twisted up in the ropes and get his fucking ear ripped off. Mm-hmm. Oh. They had, that was a planned, <laughs> that was a planned spot. But it wasn't planned that he got his ear ripped off. No, because they had them. That was one of the first matches, and so they had the ropes a little looser. Mm-hmm. But 
no one told him that they went out there and tightened up the ropes between the matches. And so when he did that little twist, when he went to go get back out, that rope caught his ear and ripped it off. Um, I, w- I was watching on TikTok the other day, um, Cody Rhodes talk about the worst match he was ever in. Did you see that yes, one? Yes, I saw it. It was him and Ted B- DiBiase. <laughs> Ted DiBiase was not, he was supposed to kick out and didn't kick out. And the match that was supposed to last like 20 minutes lasted like four minutes. And they're like, uh, uh, what do we do? <laughs> and you just kind of have to vamp at that point because you got like 20 minutes left on the show. And they're like, what the fuck do we do? <laughs> That's the kind of stuff I live for. <laughs> because I like seeing it when, they, when they're when they kind of a little weird. But... How many times have I said this? I prefer WWE scripted to something like MMA, boxing, one yes. of these quote unquote real sports. Because if yeah, you because pay, they don't take dives in boxing at all. <laughs> yeah, but if you let's say you pay for a pay per view boxing match and the guy gets knocked out in the first round, you've got five minutes of action and you've got 45 minutes of them commenting about the five minutes of action where when you have wwe you pay for a three-hour show you're getting a fucking three-hour show Mm -hmm. so give me my bread and circuses i want to see the show or especially usc and it's over in the first round yeah, I mean, what what's the point of that? You know, people are like, MMA is real. What, fucking whatever. Who cares? Who cares? You had 10 seconds of action there, and the guy got knocked the fuck out. I mean, what was your $60 spent on? Like the guy that started the match and just ran right at the dude, and the guy went down to try to grab him, uh-huh. and he just come up with a flying knee and knocked him out that quick, and the yeah. match was over. Okay, All right, hang on a second. Where's my, where's my phone? Where, where do I put my phone? Um, I don't know. What do you need your phone for? Oh, shit. I don't know where my phone is. Uh, what do you need your calculator. phone for? Calculator. I have a calculator right here. Okay. What do you want? Do 15. Uh, do 60 divided by 15. Because I'm curious. 60 divided by 15? Uh-huh. Four. Okay. Four. So, and, and forgive me for not being able to do it at my head. I'm a little drunk right now. You spent four hours at work paying... If you get paid $15 an hour, you spent four hours paying for that pay-per-view that you got to watch for five minutes. I spent four hours at work watching that for that pay-per-view that I spent three hours enjoying and got a ride the entire time. (laughs) So really, who who ended up better in this situation? Right. Who ended up better? Speaking of, uh, I, I told you about this before. Speaking of, uh, okay, we can't keep going I know, I know, I know. Th- this is, I saw an art installation that I thought was the most genius thing that I have ever seen in the entire world, and it was a cylinder. It was, it was a, it was a tank full of pennies, and you could crank, uh, you could crank a, um, um, a, a crank on the side of this, uh, on the side of this cylinder, on the side of this, uh, this jar, and it would dispense pennies. Mm-hmm. And you could crank it for as long as you fucking wanted. And you could get as many pennies as you wanted out of that damn thing. It was free money, right? But it only gave you $7.15 an hour. Or $7.50 an hour. You could crank it as fast as you wanted. It would still only give you $7.50 an hour. And the art installation was to comment on the fact that your time is only worth $7.50 an hour. And it may seem like, oh, I'm getting free money. You're spending an hour for $7.50. 
and it was a comment on minimum wage and how much you're wasting your time at seven dollars no 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 so seven dollars and 25 cents I'm, I'm i'm not i'm even wrong about the 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 minimum wage in this country federal minimum wage is seven dollars and 25 cents and that's all you could get out of this art installation i mean at that rate if you had somebody there helping you and you got all the money and you did it 24 hours a day seven days a week you'd make twelve hundred dollars a week mm-hmm. and that's non-stop bullshit that is bullshit and you gotta think too that is what 7.25 times 24 hours a uh-huh. day yeah that's less than 200 bucks a day Can any of you people actually live on less than 200 bucks a day? I know I can't. My bills are that held a lot more than that. If, if you could sit there and do that for 168 hours straight. And, nonstop. And you're not taking into account the fact that taxes have to come out of that $7.25. $7. So that hundred and what was it, 100 and $174 a day that you get? If you did 24 hours straight. If you did 24 hours straight, $174. You got to take taxes out of that now. I, I'm sorry. The federal minimum wage in this country is a fucking joke, and we need to get rid of it, and it needs to be $20 an hour. If the federal minimum wage had kept up with inflation, we would be making $30 an hour right now. So people who are wanting to take it up to 15, not enough. Sorry. Not enough. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's, uh, that we, we talked about something and it made me let's, think of something let's else. Let's not get on a tangent. We need I, to wrap it up. I am fucking hungry. And those enchiladas smell so good. Yep, and I'm ready to go eat. All right. Well, we're going to bring it to a close. Thank you for lasting this long. If we you really, did. We really appreciate you. <laughs> we do appreciate all of our listeners. We really do. If you want to reach us. Yeah, both of you. <laughs> there's three. Oh. Three of them. For sure. <laughs> so if any of the three of you would like to reach us, you can get me on Xbox at Cricket Shay. You can get me on um, Facebook at Cricket Shay. You can get me on Twitter at, well, it's, I'm sorry, it's called X now because Elon Musk is a fucking child um, at Cricket Shay. Um, you can get me on threads at Cricket Shay one. You can get me on Instagram at Cricket Shay one, the number one. I know, I know. <laughs> Why don't you say everywhere? Go. Cricket Shay everywhere. Cricket Shay one if you can't get me. Um, but yeah, um, so we're going to call it a day today. And we love you. Bye.